Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. It is Friday. Mm-hmm. We have a little special scrubbing in today because Tanya's going on the road. She's going on tour. I am. I told you that if you needed to do it on Monday, Sorry. that you could have a, a guest fill in for me. Um, but we're here on a Friday. I chose you. You chose I me. I chose an early, pre-recorded Tanya over guest. I appreciate that. You know why? Why? Because you <laughs> are a loyal friend, and you are a modern woman. <laughs> that has nothing to do yeah. with it, that. Wait, um, should we do our little thing before we get into the update? Yeah. Yeah. Easton has it, Easton yeah. Has it up on the board. Ready to do it? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Paging Dr. Tilly and Dr. Rad. It's so corny. It's so So good, good, right? Wow, I got chills. Right? (laughs) Yeah, that was exciting. I know. I got really excited when I got that email. So that's what that's what time it is. So that's when we're gonna now we're gonna share our life update. Exactly. And I'm I'm gonna work with Miles to maybe mix some more if like (laughs) we want spice it up. You know? Yeah, we gotta have a whole suite of totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Wait, who are? Can you talk about what you're like? What you're doing? I just want to let you know, going on tour this weekend isn't normal. Like this is your (laughs) you're used to this, but I think this is very fascinating what you're doing, and personally sounds like something (laughs) awful to me. (laughs) Having no because the buses. Yeah. So explain what you're doing. Um. So I'm going on tour. Haley Steinfeld and Charlie Puth are on tour together, and they're two. Both of them are really good friends of mine. So um, I obviously like wanted to go on more than just go on more than like one show. So I'm going down to the Chula Vista show and then I'm busing with them to Arizona show and then potentially Texas. But the best part about all this stuff is that like people I don't think like anybody realizes when you're like on a bus that you don't have like space that make sense like you're in like a bunk right yeah like, so like you have a like bunk a like everybody yeah. has like bunks and then like you have your suitcase all underneath the bus so like when i want to change out of my pajamas i have to like get out walk out of the bus get my bag out open it on the ground pull my stuff out and then put it back in really and like, roughing it. it it's really crazy <laughs> like i remember i did it last summer with charlie when charlie was on tour and we um like we got up in the morning we went to go work out so like every other people are like sleeping on the bus. So you have to like get out, pull out your workout clothes, put it back in the bus, go to my workout class, come back, pull out my clothes, go shower in the venue. Yeah, because there's no shower in there. Yeah. I So it's very it's very interesting. Personally, I I stayed on the bus when I went and visited um Haley at one point for one of her shows and I stayed on the bus. And I didn't realize you can't there's not a shower. Yeah. And you can't I, this is TMI. But you can't go number two. Oh yeah, and so not that I had to, but I was <laughs> if like, I, I needed to. I kind of yeah. got anxious. Thinking, yeah, like, well, yeah, when you what can't happens? do it, when you can't do it, that's like all you think yeah. about. It's yeah. all you want to do. And I, I asked her, I'm like, so what happens if someone like ha- like what happens if someone's like I have over. to go? She's like, the bus has to pull over. I'm like, I'd feel so mortified if everyone had to stop because of me. Uh huh. Like, oh, Becca had to go into the truck stop. But that's why, like, when you're stopped at the venues, you can, like, go Really get things done. Get things done at the right. venues. So Lots it's really, of bathrooms. And a lot of it happens at night. Like, you're traveling at night. So you're yeah, sleeping anyway. Exactly. Like, right. you basically, like, finish the show, and then everybody, like, showers, gets on, and you're basically sleeping when the buses are 
moving for the most part. So where's your bunk? Like, are you sleeping with like the crew or like, what, what, do you know yet? Yeah, no, I'm going to be on Haley's bus. So okay. I sleep, I mean, wherever there's a, an extra bunk, to be honest. But I'm usually, they're all the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like top, bottom, middle. They're all like the same amount, like size wise. They're all coffin size. Yeah. <laughs> and I made the mistake last year. I got in it the wrong way. So your feet are supposed to be like facing the head of the bus because <laughs> it'll, if it stops, like your feet hit the thing. I was completely turned around the first time and my head was hitting, <laughs> my head was hitting the bus. <laughs> I have a question. Why would you get in that way? Because that's how like, for me, I don't know, it sounds so silly, but like, that's how I like get in my bed. Like, that was, to me, like, how I would get in my bed. Like, I'd sleep on my right side. I'm trying of to visualize. There's no way you get in your bed like that unless your bed's, like... No, that would be, like, if your bed was up against your the opposite window. wall. What? No, it makes sense. Wait, what do you mean? I don't know. I'm thinking if you're on a bus. I don't know. Yeah, your feet have to face the driver. But you're... Th- I know, I had my right. head facing the driver. I know, the but what I'm saying is, wouldn't you naturally assume, like, oh, I want to be facing where the direction I'm going in? No, because so I normally... Rather like you're going, you're going backwards. Going so I normally sleep... <laughs> I normally sleep on my right side, like, on my right side. And to me, I, I wanted to have my back... I don't like having my face where the, the curtain oh. is so people can just, like, look and see my face. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Like, they open the curtain and then there's Tanya's face. So now they, I, they open the curtain there's Tanya's back. Does that yeah. make sense? No one should be opening your curtain. It's oh. disrespectful. Oh, I, I open the curtains to see which one I'm going to get in. <laughs> see oh who's sleeping God. in each one? <laughs> Do an inspection of each bus? Who's She's like shining sleeping? her flashlight in there. <laughs> wow. Tanya would, Tanya would be like 6 a.m. She's like singing. Everyone's like, shut up. Eyes and shine. Yeah. yeah. I would want my face to the curtain so I could keep an eye on who's poking Coming their head in. in. Yeah. <laughs> so Scare Tanya's coming by with her flashlight. Yeah. Be like, get out. Leave me alone. Yeah. But I'm excited. I'm yeah. super excited. So last summer I was on Charlie's bus. Um, this summer I'll go, I'll be on Haley's. Yeah. You had a lot of fun. I remember like I had you enjoyed so it. so much yeah. fun. And uh, Charlie's bed was like literally, we would like stay in there and like have like, you know, like girl talk or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and his bed is like so cozy, comfy. And those, that, that sleeping experience was pretty good um, on the bunks on last summer but you also we were talking about this on the way here you like your bed at home like it's very important to you like how i am Mm -hmm. like i don't fully sleep well i have to have my pillow no matter where i go but i love my bed so i get anxious when i feel like oh i'm gonna be like in my head i'd be like i'm going to be in a bus i can't shower you know all all the important things (laughs) so i'm going actually today i'm going home for the weekend and spending the weekend with my family so i'm not gonna be in my bed for those three nights and then on top of that like i'm not gonna be in my bed for like a week and it's your vacation time yeah so it's all kinds of cray (laughs) yeah if anyone can handle it and make the most of it though you're the girl yeah next week or easton you're easton Yeah, we'll have a full update on our next podcast because mm-hmm. this will be interesting mm-hmm. to hear about. Oh, I wanted to talk about the Music Summit. Oh, really yes. quickly because so I just went to New York for two days. I was there for the it's called the iHeartRadio Music Summit. 
And I literally, when I tell you, I used to beg to go to this thing. Like, I used to beg Easton Remembers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, six years ago. Like, very openly and loudly beg anyone walking by. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't allowed because mm-hmm. you had to be certain title or whatever the case may be. What is it? Like, what is the summit? Um, it basically these artists, uh, these labels come and they like um, present their music for the next like six months. Yeah, okay. so basically it's just like a sneak peek of like what music is gonna cool. come out for each yeah. label. Which is your, that's like your dream, my dream. <laughs> and I had this like what was one of those like three sixty moments in life where like um, one of my bosses came up to me and said like thank you for coming. This means a lot that you like took the time to come and do this. And I was like. I don't think you understand. I was like, I used to like beg just to be sitting in the audience at this thing. And the fact that I was asked to come and present one of my favorite artists and like have a full presentation, like was such a big honor for me. And it's like, was like a life moment. Do you know what I mean? It was Mm -hmm. like one of those, like keep fighting, Mm -hmm. keep dreaming. Somebody's no today is a yes tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And like, totally, like I felt like I had like, it was one of those moments where like it, I just wanted to, to say like keep pushing if you have if there's such a fire in your heart for something like keep pushing keep moving forward because just because you get told no doesn't mean it's no forever it's no forever Mm -hmm. i was looking at your instagram stories looking at you on the stage with sabrina carpenter and like thinking back because i saw you beg to go to this thing (laughs) and like it just i don't know warmed my heart to see like that's so, and Sabrina Carpenter is so cool too. She's she's amazing. The best. But yeah, yeah thank you cuz it was like really crazy. Yeah, like yeah. people were like telling me like I can't believe that you, you know, came out for this. Uh I was honored. Like this is a, such a big deal for me. I don't take it lightly and like it it was just I don't know. It was weird because I was also meeting people younger in the radio world mm-hmm. who like look to me and use me as like inspiration, motivation. I was just like it was just like a crazy experience, a two day just like whirlwind. Mm-hmm. And I came back feeling very um, grateful and ready to push even further. So proud of you. With this podcast, too, by the way. Podcast making the rounds. Mm-hmm. People interested. Very interested. <laughs> People liking it. People liking it. Um, yeah. I mean, it's really. I think how just having known you and like when I met you, you were like a um, like a wrangler at the iHeart Festival. Totally. I think that's what you were doing, mm-hmm. and so it's really cool. Like I just like each year you're going as like a guest at the events, or you're presenting, or you're doing something with iHeart. That's it's really awesome. It's Proud crazy. of you. Thank you. And I think it's so great for you know. I think on the Facebook group, there's so many people, and they're like. I don't really know what I want to do with my life and, or I feel discouraged. Like I'm not, I think it's very encouraging to see, like you had those moments of feeling mm-hmm. discouraged and being told no and totally like, look A at lot. what you're doing and A still lot. do like, there's still moments and there's going to be years from now where you're like, they told me no and mm-hmm. here I am. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. Thank you. There's this book in front of me, which is this yours? Yeah. Oh, they sent it to me. No. How to be as happy as you look on social media. Yeah, I was like, uh, should I do this a sign? <laughs> Can I say something? <laughs> um, that's interesting. Have you read it? No. Oh. Have you, like, looked at any, like, skinned it or anything? Mm-hmm. I'm curious. You seem happier than you do on social media in person. Let me just tell you that. I oh, agree. Like, it's not, not fully captured on <laughs> social media. No, I think this was sent from, like, a listener. I think, like, a, it was a morning show listener said she listens to the morning show. And, like, I think she wrote it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Congratulations. It's not easy to write a book. (laughs) No. Um, Speaking of not easy, 
don't have a transition, but um, let's talk about well, ADT. Could be easy to protect your home. Could be easy. Nothing. Nothing could easier. be easier than protecting your home. Maybe we could get Miles to do a cool sounder before we do the ads. Like, <laughs> be uh, like. Um, Here comes a commercial. Chart, like, like chart. Uh, like, uh, like something like. We'll be right back to the OR after this. Quick after we break. get take some blood or something. Oh, you know what I mean. After we take some blood, I don't know. We'll think about it. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So ADT, our podcast, this podcast, mm-hmm. sponsored by ADT. That's right. ADT can design and install a smart home just for you, and it's backed by 24-7 protection. Yep. So a new smart home at your service, customized for your personal lifestyle. Yep. You can explore the vast number of things that you can do with your secure smart home. You can set up custom uh, automations unique to your home to automatically do things like lock the doors and set the thermostat when you leave, even close your garage door from virtually anywhere. Yeah, and you can control your smart home with the ADT app or the sound of your voice. Mm-hmm. This is actually really great for, you know, those people who they're like, did I lock the door? Did I turn off the light? Curling you know, yeah, it would be nice to be able to control, to have the peace of mind of being able to do that from your phone. I'm going to have, when I get in my new home, I'm like literally going to have this ADT app faster than you can say ADT app. <laughs> I feel like it'll be installed before you... <laughs> Move in the first night, yeah. For sure. Um, ADT will set up your home with multiple smart home devices and security features like indoor and outdoor cameras, locks, lights, and garage door control, even video doorbells. You probably won't have, like, you're moving into, like, a complex, so the garage control. I have I have garage and I have a doorbell. Great. I'm going to get it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get the whole package. Yeah. Are you kidding? Moving by yourself? I'm for sure going to have all. Like, <laughs> She's gonna how have many like cameras two, can I get ADT? Yeah. <laughs> two, wait, can I set up two systems? Yeah. Is that possible? <laughs> um, all, con- um, all of this is controlled from the ADT app or the sound of your voice once again, and it's backed by 24-7 protection. Yeah. There's a turndown service, ADT automation that um, arms your system, locks your doors, and turns down your lights and thermostat. And then there's the move-in service. While you're unpacking boxes, ADT will install your custom design system, configure it to you, and show you how to get the most out of your new smart home security technology. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, while you're mo- your first night, you won't even have to worry about, like, not having protection because mm-hmm. they'll be doing it while you're moving in. Mm-hmm. Uh, visit ADT.com smart to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. That's ADT.com smart. Um, once again, we're, we're going to have to harmonize smart. Oh, so okay. once again, that's ADT.com slash smart. smart. <laughs> no. S- smart. Yeah, they're throwing smart. you guys curveballs and you're hitting them out of the park. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. You know, having one syllable is not great. Makes it hard to mm-hmm. harmonize. But you know what? It's not going to keep us down. Okay, got keep it. pushing through. Um, we have, so we had a lot of response to the ask a guy segment yeah lots of questions for the guys yes we have brennan from denver here we are gonna read we have a email for him that we have from a listener and this is this is a personal a personal email talk. Wait, what happened to my ask a guy we can do him later oh, okay right now we have brennan brennan are you there hello hi brennan hey. okay so we have a question for you. 
you know, we're doing an Ask a Guy segment. And, right. you know, there's certain things that Tawny and I just don't have the answers for. Or we feel like we need a different perspective. So we, we have an email. This one, uh, it's a hard-hitting uh, email for the first question. So are you ready oh for this? Yeah, I need you to <laughs> take ready. the wheel because I'm working on our second one right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's from Anonymous. And the, the title of the email is Dating with an STD. So okay. this is the email. I'll start with the good. I'm young, driven, have a lot going on for me, and I'm always complimented on my looks. I don't really have trouble dating and meeting guys, but I'm afraid to get too close to anyone because I know eventually I'll have to drop this bomb on them. I have an incurable but manageable and not life-threatening STD. The stigma behind it alone has led me to seek help and put me through an emotional roller coaster. It feels like I'm hiding a secret and the potential of having to tell... This to a guy in the future feels like a lot of baggage that will be a complete deal breaker. I feel like once they find this out, they will run or that if I wait to say something that I have trapped them. I want to know from a guy's point of view, let's say you met the girl of your dreams and she told you this before you ever even engaged in sex. Is it a deal breaker? When do I say something? I'm scared and worried to be judged or worse that he'll run away and possibly even tell others. This is a hard question. I do not envy you, Brennan. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I told you it was a hard-hitting first question. <laughs> but I also do think this is a very... I mean, I I can imagine that a lot of people struggle with this. Of oh, like, yeah. I mean, when I, to say something. I told you, I've been open about the fact that I had... I mean, mine was cur- curable. Or I don't even know if it's... It is curable. But I had HPV for six months. Mm-hmm. And that was really tough. Because, like, you've also, like... Uh, even though mine didn't have any sort of like symptoms, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be dating. I didn't want to be sexually active. You know what I mean? Like you kind—I of, don't know—just yeah. kind of a dark place. So I think a lot of people deal with this, even if no matter how big or small the STD is. Um, from a guy's perspective, what do you think, Brennan? I would definitely want to know as soon as possible, um, and it would really depend on the severity of it and whether or not it was contagious and whether or not those symptoms would be passed on to me um how soon like like how soon like how many dates in do you wait to say that uh, i think the same question would be how many dates in do you wait to have sex um oh so like basically which would be different for anybody right um if that's what you're talking about within the first two dates maybe they're not the love of your life that you have found. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. So you, very... so do you think that if, it, unless like it shouldn't, you would say don't bring it up unless you're talking about having sex. Right. Because really you might go on two more dates and realize it's not going to work. Um, so why bring it up if you don't have to? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if they know people that you know, you wouldn't want them telling other people. You wouldn't, it's really on a need to know basis. If you are going to be having sex with them, then yes, you should tell them immediately before that. You know what? Before you're laying in the bed together. Um, Would you? That's probably not the place to drop it either. If they (laughs) drop it on you though, are you going to run and hide? Or are you? uh... In the bed? (laughs) Yeah. I would probably put my pants back on, yes, and say, let's talk about this. And I'm not just going to be like, no problem. Let's keep going. Okay, let's say you're super... Okay, let's answer the question, though. If you're super into a girl, you've been on a few dates, it's getting to the point where you're like, okay, I could see myself, like, 
engaging in sexual activity and she tells you, what do you do? I talk more about it. I, I'm actually kind of a nerd, so I would probably read all about it. <laughs> Um, you do some studying. I, I like so wish that Mark was here because I know he. I feel like he knows somebody. Or um, I wish I could try and get their phone number. Um, someone who ha- did have an incurable STD, mm-hmm. and yeah. she started dating her now husband, mm-hmm. and they're married. They have children. So yeah. they worked through they it. Worked through it. He did yeah, some research. Not everything would have a symptom. Um, Especially in guys, like if it's, it could be contagious, but the guy might not ever experience symptoms. So if I never had any symptoms from anything and hers were manageable and controlled through whatever means necessary, um, then yeah, it would not be an issue. All right. Well, there we go. Okay. Yeah, Brandon, we're looking I at a like picture a of you. I'm like a politician with that question. Yeah. You're a... <laughs> You're you're a good-looking dude, Brandon. I see you drinking some kind of orange beer. You got a cool vest on. Uh, oh I think, yeah. I think you got your finger on the pulse. Uh, thank you for. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Uh, here he is. Oh, oh. yeah. Hi, yeah. Brandon. So uh, thanks for uh, thanks for answering that question, Brandon. Yeah, sure sorry. We like the, really we we hit you with the hard one. It's quite a big bomb to drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks you're so hot. much. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> STD or not, you're not going to have any yeah, problems, yeah, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Tony wants to know if you're single. <laughs> Are you? Hey, my sister tried to hook us up on the Facebook group, but that didn't work out. That, that's right. You're uh, his, his sister tried to hook you guys up on the Facebook group, but oh. he, you've found love since then, right? Oh. Is her name Tanya, too? Does you have a is girlfriend? my girlfriend's name Tanya? Yeah. No. no? It is a ROM. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Well... That's okay, miss miss opportunity for for both of you truly. But I hope that yeah, you're happy. You know what? You know what? Sometimes um sometimes good things don't fu- wait. What uh-uh. is don't try. <laughs> Not the time. Not the time nor the place. Sometimes good we, things. We, we can still be friends, Tanya. Okay, I'm stop it there. All right, Brennan. Have a good day. Thanks for calling in. Bye. Right, Bye. The saying is sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. Oh, that is actually oh. a quote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know if you were doing like one of your Tanya things or if you were going to do No, an I was quote. trying to say it, but it, like God doesn't close the door without opening a, a business or, or something. something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There you that go. relates to that, right? That's a tough question. That is a tough question. Like we were like we just came in hot with that. That was like a tough what one. What would to you do? As a girl? That, as a girl. If you started dating somebody <laughs> and they had a, I guess it just depends. Like, it's like STDs are so there's such a range. I know. I mean, like it a, would be like a conversation where it was like, what, uh, right. I'd which be the same way. Like, it? which one is it? Is it curable? I mean, like, what, do you have symptoms from it? Like, what, what's going to happen to me? Right. Like, what's <laughs> the one that like never goes away? I think there's uh, a few of them, right? There's herpes. a couple. Herpes. Yeah. herpes. We'll go with it. The important thing to remember is that if you if you do get an STD, there your life is not over. Right, you can still have healthy, functional relationships. Mm-hmm. It just makes things a little bit difficult. But yeah, well, just, yeah, you know. and it's a conversation. Like you do have to have a conversation. You can't just hide. I mean, with you know saying like it's manageable and not life threatening, you still have to talk about it. And yeah. I think that's the part because there is such a stigma around it. But I think a lot more people have. STDs that you probably had no idea, you know? Yeah.
But I think it does make it, it is a hard conversation and it is like hard to say what you would do in that situation. Cause I think if you met someone and really hit it off, like, you know how hard it is to like really hit it off with someone. So, you know, it's hard to think like, oh, you just either run or be okay with it. Like it would be a conversation and you'd have to think about it. But I don't think it's, I personally don't know if it would be a deal breaker if I like really, really hit it off with someone and like someone. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Erica knows someone who's going through this. I have a friend who has herpes. Oh. And honestly, it's like one of those things where you have to be like very careful about managing it, I think. Yeah. But she has said like it doesn't ultimately affect your relationships because you obviously have to tell them, Mm -hmm. but you can also be very careful and not spread it. Oh, really? It's actually like you can have sex and not spread it really mm-hmm. that's interesting yeah. Fun yeah. Fact. so it's not the end of the world yeah it's not ideal but it's not the end of the correct world. yeah it's like uh trying to think what else is an ideal having two left feet <sighs> then you have to buy like four pairs of shoes yeah i don't know that was not a good comparison i don't know I mean, i'm speechless <laughs> but that's, inter- that's really speechless it- off of that <laughs> suggestion <laughs> <laughs> that's really interesting erica it's very interesting i mean i don't know all the details but i know she said it hasn't like ruined her life so that's a good outlook on it it yeah. shouldn't ruin your life um are, we have another ask a guy question do you have our next ask a guy i have our, our next ask a guy i'll text his number to erica okay sorry i'm like i'm suffering from allergies no. And I like haven't really ever had so allergies like this. This is the one. Remember last week when we <laughs> were you done talking about your allergies? Well, She's I was really just opening up here. I'm <laughs> talking about why I'm sniffling. But anyways, go ahead, Tanya. Continue. Continue no, about go your ahead. sniffles. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> the sniffles. Please tell us about your allergies. I just said I have them. That's why I'm sniffling. Go. We're done. <laughs> Don't get any moment of getting sympathy. Offer dessert tech, nothing. <laughs> You've been talking about these allergies for the past week. I don't understand. I have it on the podcast. Anything. No, but why don't you take any medication? I do. And it doesn't go away? No. Well, I didn't take one this morning. Well, you know I'm what's sorry. Actually, it, <laughs> Thank you, Easton. Maybe That's do- all I was looking for. Maybe Dr. Pimple Popper might know. When you have allergies, do you have to take the allergy medication every day? I mean, I think so. Until indefinitely? Until what? The, the well, whatever's blooming, up? yeah. Sounds like a pain. Yeah, thanks. That's the sympathy I was looking for <laughs> now that we've discussed it thoroughly. Anyways, who do you have for us? Oh, is he on? He's on? Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> this is from last week when we decided we wanted to bring back Ask a Guy. We said we were going to do the question of if you're friends with a guy... How do you flip it from friend zone to end zone? How to tell if the guy is interested. And like how to initiate. initiate. Yes. So on the phone, on the phone, we have V-Pain. Yo, yo. Ben. (laughs) I'm like, are we calling him (laughs) V-Pain? What if we had a nickname for him? V-Pain. Hey, Ben. What's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, just so y'all know, this is Ben Patton. This is the Ben Patton. Actually, the one you, and only, the one and only, um, a lot of people like, you know, we have a lot of gr- our Facebook group. They're like, 
Girls, what are y'all waiting for? JoJo's brother. Oh yeah, we have a lot of <laughs> lot of fans, Ben. Yeah, a lot of fans. Well, um, that's nice of them. That's nice of them. So, what? I, I get the impression there's some dude question here. I need to answer for all the men in America or something. You yeah, guys, you know, all like the men in America. But this is the thing. This is not so much for the men. This, this is, is for, for the, the ladies. Yeah, because. You know, Tani and I give our advice, but sometimes it's like we need a guy who's kind of in the dating world and has that perspective on things. So, yeah, um, so I mean, obviously, you know us, but like for me, I'm like the hopeless romantic. So when I'm giving advice, I'm like, just hold out. It's going to be all right. It's all going to work out the way it's supposed to. And sometimes I feel like <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes I have to be like Tanya. It's just, it's not going to, it's, that's not it. He's not the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to answer questions. <laughs> we need honesty. Yeah. We need the real honest truth. Don't hold back. Um, Tony, do you want to ask the question? Yeah. For, okay. I kind of told him uh, what it was, but you can give a little more detail. But basically what we want to know from a guy's perspective, if you, uh, a lot of girls will write in and say, I have this guy friend, but I want it to be more. How do I know if he wants it to be more? Like, what are signs I can pick up on? Is this something like basically taking it from friend zone to end zone? Got it. This is a tricky one because there's not, it's not going to be like every single situation is going to be the same. What I will say is that this goes both ways. The way I'm responding to it, this is the same thing I tell a guy if he wanted to get out of the friend zone with a girl. Interesting. That's, that's oh, good. Okay. Um, first and foremost is you have got to get social, like, uh, I don't know, like, you got to get the, the, the walls dropped down, right? So if you basically get this person and they're in a group setting, they're going to fit into their friend zone. They're oh. going to stay where it's safe in the friend zone because they have people watching. They might be uncomfortable. So you got to get them to a point where it's a little bit more one-on-one. So if you're in a group, you got to pull them aside from the group or kind of talk to them in a corner because around their friends, they're just they're always going to go to their safe spot. Second, you got to have a little bit of alcohol. Liquid courage helps everything. Okay? And, and I'm not trying to say, like, get the person drunk, but people, all right, when you're flirting, as you get a little bit more intoxicated and, you know, that liquid courage kind of kicks in, you can push flirting a little bit further. But you're kind of nervous to flirt aggressively if you don't feel like it's landing well. You know, like if it's, you kind of flirt and say something and they're sober, then you're like, oh, well, now I'm going to say, excuse me, I cussed. I hope that's okay. <laughs> we'll Point bleep is, it. We'll bleep you. I think you're alive. Yeah, you got to be able to keep pushing that flirt further and further. And it's hard if the person's dead sober because you're like, oh, I'm trying to be all flirty, but I feel like they're very rigid right so you mm -hmm. get them a little bit you know a little bit buzzed and then they start to maybe flirt back and that's your it's your positive feedback loop right so once you start getting a little bit of flirtation back that tells you okay i can flirt a little bit more and then they flirt a little bit more and then you flirt a little bit more and so i think what you start with is get him an opportunity him or her an opportunity where you can kind of have fun and talk to them kind of in a secluded kind of space so if you go to like drinks with a group of friends and all the friends are all there watching this isn't going to fly and you're going to constantly think well he just doesn't like me mm -hmm. when it might just be like he's just sitting in his safe spot and his safe spot is friends up mm -hmm. or maybe there's another girl in the group and you know he might be interested in that girl which doesn't mean he won't explore things with you but he doesn't want to necessarily be 
pushing the agenda with you in front of somebody else who we might have had an interest in, you know, so there's awkwardnesses that can come in a group. You just got to isolate them, right? Okay. So you get them isolated and you have, you know, some drinks or you're in Cali, so you guys might smoke instead. But the point is... <laughs> What if you don't drink or smoke? Like, what if you don't? <laughs> Look, if you're if you're one of these people that don't drink or don't smoke, you can still do this, but you're just going to have to have more natural courage. You're yeah, going to yeah. have to, like, recognize come that, from deep within. Yeah, you got to say, man, like, this isn't coming from me ha- having my inhibitions lowered. This is going from straight up courage. You got to yeah. have big You know what? Natural um, courage is, like, super legit. You don't need to, you don't need to have all the... Oh, there's nothing better than natural courage. Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. I think that just it's a higher act. Yeah. He's, he's saying he's saying if you if if you're struggling to have that natural uh-huh. courage and you are okay with drinking, yeah. why not? Why not? Yeah, and truthfully, if the other person really, it's more you want them to be drinking. So when you <laughs> flirt, they give you more feedback because if somebody's sober, like sometimes they're more emotionally closed off, right? When your inhibitions are lowered. You're a little bit more reactive and responsive rather than closed off. Okay. And that's what you're trying to get. You're trying to, like, flirt or say something flirty or something and have them say something back that's kind of also flirty. Well, now your things are moving along the lines of that flirting stuff. And the next thing you know, things could get really super flirty for the end of the night. You guys might end up, you know, having a moment or something. But if you don't, that's okay because what you've done now is you put it in his mind and, like, that chemistry now is going to start working on his head. So he might go home that night and think, dude, I had a lot of fun and she was really flirty. Like something could definitely happen here. Right. And then he'll just like, that'll kind of sit in his mind and kind of that seed will take root. Okay. It doesn't have to be like the first night, but you have to be able to start with something that's small, like a little bit of a flirt and push that and just keep pushing the flirting a little bit more aggressively, a little more aggressively, if they're giving you the feedback. If they're not, you're maybe stuck in friend zone. That doesn't mean you're not an awesome person, but that's your answer. <laughs> what it is, is that's your answer. If you're trying to see if it is, is possible, if you keep trying to flirt with someone and they're not giving you a feedback loop, then there's your answer. It's just not possible because they don't see it. But most of the time, people will reciprocate flirting with more flirting. Okay, you know, this it, is good. This is, this is like... Um you got to get the right place and the right the right vibes. Well, and get get alone. Yeah. Have some alone time. This is good. two interest. two solid takeaways, I'd say. I think we keep Ben as like our ask a guy go to. Yeah, Ben, do you mind if we keep you in the hopper? <laughs> no, this is this is actually, you know, helpful because I like to hear what questions women are wondering about. Yeah, oh, we got beneficial we got a, for both of us. <laughs> we then. got a whole stack of them right here. <laughs> Well, we are keeping you as our go-to Yeah, expert. we're keeping you in the hopper. <laughs> speed dial. Yeah, speed dial. Yeah. Um, thank sure. you so much, Ben. We miss you. Yeah. Miss you so much. Miss you guys. Have a great time. All right. Bye. 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 Okay, Can you tell so, Modus next time I hang out with him if I'm like, hey, you want to go again? Yeah, you're going to use his own moves. <laughs> going to use his own moves on him. Yeah. That's... Nothing's more Tanya. I love that. Please do it. I totally want to report back. Like everything that he told you to do, do it. Yeah, <laughs> See if he even notices. Um, Ben's won't. so cute. He's so sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, we might be able to take it from friend zone to bowling branch zone. Wow. I see what you did there. Do you see what I did there? Yeah. Was it good? Um, it was fine. Right. But I love bowling branch, so I'm happy to talk about it. Okay. Your transition... Wasn't great. Bowling Branch is great. Okay. You go from shopping for sheets to being in oh! the sheets. Oh! Oh! 
it's actually really funny. So I was posting these videos. I was in my bed last night listening to Ariana Grande's new album, and somebody messaged me and was like, I love everything about this. Ariana's album and you're rolling around your bowling branch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that is a loyal listener right there. Um, yeah, I just, I put off doing my laundry for a long time, and that's what I do, but I always have like an extra pair, like my sheets. You know, I always have a clean set ready to go. Mm-hmm. And I was laying in bed last night. I had just taken a shower, shaved my legs, and Ooh, I was like, big move. is there a better feeling than soft, clean sheets, no. shaved legs? No. I don't think so. Um, Bull & Branch makes the softest, most comfortable, 100% organic cotton sheets that you'll ever sleep on. Yeah. And they only sell to you online at bowlandbranch.com, so their sheets cost less than half of the designer brands, and they're twice the quality. Yeah, so like I said, they're made from pure 100% organic cotton. They start, basically what that's saying is that they start off soft when you get them. It's not like you have to wash them a few times before they get soft. They start soft, and then they just get softer as you wash them Mm -hmm. and sleep on them. I feel like you don't really realize how comfortable 100% organic cotton sheets are until you try Bowling Branch. Yeah, and the, the really cool thing is that you can try them for a whole month, and then if they're not the most comfortable that you've slept on, you can send them back for a refund. Yep. So there's no risk to try. Plus, you'll get 50% off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com when you use the promo code Becca. That's spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com, promo code Becca, for $50 off your first set of sheets. Bowlandbranch.com, promo code Becca. That was Solid. beautiful. Yeah. We really came back with a strong... So, Becca would like to give a warning before our next Yes, segment. we have a guest here. It's Dr. Pimple Popper, and she does some extreme pimple-popping cyst removal things that you won't want to hear if you're eating. So, if you're eating or... Um, sensitive to things such as this i'm not sensitive so listen to tanya has yeah tanya eats while she watches these videos yeah um but i was just i wanted to give a fair warning that it might be sensitive if you're eating so stop now or stop eating or stop listening well don't stop listening i mean pause for later after you eat Mm -hmm. that's that's all okay so we have uh Dr. Pimple Popper. We sure do. On the podcast today. She is on the phone. Hi. Hello. Hi. Oh. It's Dr. Lee. Hey. Hi. Hi How are you? Um, we have we are very excited to have you on. Um I personally, this is Becca. I okay. am um terrified of what you do, to be Aww. quite honest. <laughs> And I, this is Tanya, am obsessed with you. I can get sucked into a hole watching your videos for probably a solid, like, three hours. That's awesome. We need to convert her, huh? We'll work, I'll help you work on her slowly. Okay. I'll work on her slowly. I am so intrigued by it. Like, I will literally get to the point where, like, I am, like, gagging watching, but I can't stop. Uh, okay. That is so concerning to me. I don't know why. It's, you're not alone. There's, I'm like, not something alone. about these videos, I think, that, that pulled people in i don't know how i don't know what power i have on it but i wish i could just bottle it somehow i actually i want you to talk about this because when did you start posting these videos on instagram uh this like probably about three and a half almost four years ago like october or so 2014 and and then it just like blew like yeah there's a there's like a like a uh uh what's the word i'm looking for a community of people that are obsessed with this and you are our queen (laughs) yeah it is like a um i I think what what really happened was it blew up so 
quickly and efficiently, really, because I think in uh, the a way the algorithms work on social media, that if you have a topic that's sort of polarizing, you know, mm-hmm. I think it creates a big reaction, whether it's disgust or obsession. Yeah. And either way, people want to share it with their friends. And I think that's really how it grew, because people would share it engage in the photo and then you just see you know other people would see it more people would see it Mm -hmm. i um tried to watch last night because Mm -hmm. i was you know really trying to invest myself yes and i was with my friends and i i just saw like the thumbnail of the video and i started getting i started gagging and so then i clicked on it and showed it to them and they love it and they started gagging but then they were like Show us another one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is so interesting to me because. Right. It I, is. It's, it's funny it's just, because. It's fascinating to me, too. Yeah. Like, I don't get it in a way. Like, I get it, but I don't. I don't. Because I myself am all, I'm not a popaholic. I don't have to see. Like, I can't watch other things that are similar. Like, if it's somebody else, I can't watch it. Oh, Somebody else that has done it, I can't watch it. It's just like disgusting to me too I mean, and i think it has something to do with me like I, I maybe it's i have control and i know that i'm doing it and i know that i the person uh, that they're not in pain and it's done in a You're clean and sterile them, manner yeah. and things like that yeah. i don't know like dr lee i almost feel like i am kind of like you because I mm-hmm. when I was in a relationship my boyfriend used to save his pimples for me like when I would Aww, see him so I, that's so rough. <laughs> I mean that probably meant so much to you, yeah. you know what I, I had a girlfriend ask me to do the same it thing because he would like save them because I lived like I just enjoyed popping them so much uh-huh. that he would save them for me <laughs> I am so I don't even know what to say right now <laughs> But also it's interesting because some people will say, you know, like how you feel, you feel, Tanya, that, that you, you know, people, right, Tanya, you're the one that likes it. Yes, correct? I love yeah. it, yes. And, and the, but you can watch it, too. Some people can't even watch it. They can only do it, you know? So it's weird how people have different preferences within it. But it's so awesome because so basically you started out, you started out doing this on YouTube, Instagram, and now you right. have your own television show yes is that not just insane (laughs) it's so insane but it's so awesome like i think it's i want you to talk a little bit about that because i think there's a lot of people out there in the world who like have you know i mean you're a dermatologist you you know you like but you found this little niche Mm -hmm. uh, that was like an undiscovered niche and you made it your platform and it's really i mean it's crazy you have a television show on tlc wednesdays at 10 p.m it's the number one ranked renewed for a second season like you talk about like kind of how that experience was kind of where you felt like you maybe had something that was yeah it's sort of like it's it's outdone itself in so many different ways in the beginning you know i found something that i realized i recognized that there was people that were interested in this and at one point i was you know i was just completely, you know, blown over the fact that there were 50,000 people in this group, you know, on the internet. I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe there's all these people that watch it. But now, obviously, there's so much more. Yeah. And I think that there's, part of it is an interest, you know, like fascination with the human body. Um, And then there's those of us that watch these that, like, because they relax them, you know, they, they, they make them less, feel less panicked or it's their bedtime stories. It helps put that helps them to sleep at night. I just, I literally and, can't imagine. Um, it's just like every time it's outdone itself. Like I think, okay, well we have this YouTube channel. We have these people who follow, follow me here. Are they really going to follow me on TV? And it is it, it's still, you know, we're yeah. finding more people that are interested in this. And, you know, I think that what has made the TV show so nice is the fact 
that, you know, it shows so much more than just what, what we do. It's not for gruesome or shocking reasons. It's like we're really helping people. Totally. Right. And that's what I think makes people, people say that they watch it to, you know, feel, because, you know, in this day and age, reality shows are really about creating dissension or, or, or making people who are normal crazy looking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's why you watch it. But here it's like the opposite. We're taking things that many people would consider crazy looking and making them normal. Mm-hmm. So it's like the opposite. And I think people just feel good about that. They feel better about humankind maybe after, after this show. I just had a quick question. If people want to do home popping, do you not recommend that? Or is there like a a way to, of course I don't recommend it. Yeah. I mean, well, I think there's one show with one episode, the the fifth episode that somebody actually removed his own lipoma in his garage, you know, which I don't recommend, but you know, if you're talking about pimples in general, I I don't recommend just like any other dermatologist. I'm not going to recommend that you pop your own pimples. But I know people are going to try to do that anyway. I mean, I'm the same way. You can't keep your hands off of it sometimes. (laughs) I think that's the right way to do it, you know? The closest thing I get to any of this that where I'm, like, fascinated is when I use, like, the pore strips and pull that off. And I look, I, like, hold it in the sun and and look at what what I've done (laughs) for myself. Because you marvel at it, right? Yeah, I'm like, wow. (laughs) It is. And I also feel like people probably watch. And, I mean, what you're doing, obviously, there's something that I don't understand, but a fascination with, you know, watching something, um, explode. Be removed no, heal, not yeah. Supposed to be yeah. There yeah. Or, like something right. to heal. Like you're watching something right. heal like yeah. right in front of you, but mm. yeah. Well, I mean, you're I watching, like watching it look like a volcano. Yeah. Yes. There's people who like this, but cause it's, I think it gives you a rush of endorsement. It's like writing a scary, watching a scary movie. Yeah. Like or what's like going to come out? How much? How fast? Yes, you mm. never know. It's very unexpected. What's yeah. going to come around the corner and scare you? Is that, <laughs> so how, that kind of thing. Um, our rundown with like all the information about you um, that our lovely Tori wrote. I was reading it and it says you wear a splash mask. Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, that stuff stinks. Oh, Oh, well, you don't want to get splashed with anything. I mean, if you get splashed with something, even though there's no smell or it doesn't hurt you, it literally feels like acid on your arm. You know, <laughs> like you, oh. in your mind, yeah, you're, you're like, like, get this thing off of me. <laughs> you know, that's, that's just the way it is. Wow. Just like if you got poop or something splashed on you, you'd be like, I get this thing off of me, <laughs> you know? Right. It's like, that's not supposed to be there. No, Someone it's not help. supposed to be there. No. <laughs> um, okay. And then we love, um, love and good stories here of, you know, love and romance. And your husband is your partner in right. your uh, yes. practice as well, right? Uh-huh. He's the, the other dermatologist here in the office. We met at medical school. We met at medical oh. school. He, he's quite romantic. He... When we were in gross anatomy, you know, first year of medical school, we all have our own cadavers that, you know, like there's five people in a group. And I was like at one corner of the room and he was in the other and he was interested in me. So every day, once a week when we had gross anatomy, he would make his way over to my table <laughs> and be really interested in what we were doing and say, oh, you know, did you find your colon? We found ours. Do you want me to show you where yours? <laughs> like very helpful. You guys are like a real life. <laughs> Wasn't that romantic? And, Isn't and... that like a love story? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, everyone has their own version of a love story, but that's more of that's more of what I like to hear as yeah. opposed to watching. <laughs> I, I really did. I tried last night. I was like, I'm going to just sit here and try to watch these videos. And I was just. Oh, well, you know, you have to start off easy. There are the, there are soft pops and there are hard pops. Oh, and you yeah. want to start with a soft pop because that's not going to have any blood. There's no anesthesia that's needed. There's no needles. There's no, you know, cutting or surgery. 
And that's when it can be quite, like, amazing. I mean, that's when I've been sucked in myself, too, just going, wow, that's like, you know, I can see why this is hypnotizing some to some people because it's just like, wow, look at what's, you know, it's just like it's almost like a little, like it should be played with with elevator music or something. It's just soothing. I think Easton fainted. <laughs> we lost him. We lost Easton. I mean, I'm into it. I totally get it. But... Yeah, yeah. You got to look up, have him look up. There's a, there's a few of them. I got I got to find out the name Do of one of them. A, is, is, your, is your practice in Los Angeles? It is outside of Los Angeles. I'm like between LA and Palm Springs. It's a town called Upland. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know Upland. Very yeah, familiar. Yeah, near Claremont, Pomona. I mean, we should go have a day. We could scrub in. If I ever, yeah. <laughs> if I ever, I think someone to... would faint. I think we have to be I, careful. I, for, I know I would faint. I would need a chair and like a, <laughs> like some water and a juice box or something. If I ever have a cyst, I literally want to come to you and have oh, you. Oh, of course, we'll take care of you. Because I'd want to watch it. I'd want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> a lot of people watch their own. They might not watch it while we're doing it, but I definitely can show them right after. after. Or I definitely let people hold whatever was removed. Oh, they yeah. have like a moment alone with it they can talk to it if they want to say their goodbyes oh <laughs> i am just i've got your video up uh the, the aptly named blackhead field of dreams and, oh uh, yeah that's a good one i love that you have a dr pimple popper branded like extraction yes. tool whatever that is it's awesome yes, yeah, I'll you have have your whole... i have yeah. to have some, some sense you guys have you seen my socks my socks are my favorite thing no the, the socks are like um when you put your feet in the socks they look like hands with the thumbs pointing at the big toe and there's a pimple until so you put your feet up in there and you pop like pimples, like oh, people's yeah, heads. You were yep. not lying. <laughs> They're amazing. That's incredible. Wow. We'll have to send you some. Yeah, we would Thank happily you wear so those. much. I, I just, I really, I really enjoy, and not just the fact that I, I really enjoy watching all your videos. I enjoy the, um, it's it just kind of a really cool story of mm-hmm. finding something that hasn't been done yeah. and just kind of writing it out and watching it grow and just being persistent. Yeah. And it's like, who, I mean, if 10 years ago when you were in, in right. no, never would have dreamed. No, right. exactly. I think that the key is on that point, just for you fellow, you know, people who are younger than I am and especially for you women too. I think, you know, I, I'm a very girl power kind of woman that, mm-hmm. you know, I think that the trick is to like, recognize an opportunity and and then seize upon it. And it still takes hard work. Things are not going to be given to you. You have to, I was working at this. Like Mm -hmm. I was posting every day, finding something to post every day, just because I saw this little spark of something. Mm -hmm. What is this? Like literally throwing another log on the fire, trying to see what we can make of this. And, and that's, I mean, it's shocking to me too, that it's come this far. I mean, we have a, we have a TV show. I have a book coming out. We have a game now. Have you seen Pimple Pete? Um, You can get it on Amazon now. It's going to be in a Walmart and at Target. And, yeah, and I think that the only way that this is sustaining itself, too, is the fact that um, it's making people happy, which is the weirdest thing, you know, that's something that a lot of people think is gruesome or grotesque. But it's actually making people happy. That's the only reason why it's sustaining itself. We're Mm -hmm. helping people. And the people who like to watch it in general, it makes them more joyful. I mean, you've made me very happy. 
Yeah, isn't I will that say. weird? Yeah, yeah but that weird. makes people happy. Makes you, oh, I'm ready to attack the rest of my afternoon. Mm-hmm. I watched a good popping video. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I need to really just like Hop allow myself. Yeah. Feel like I'm missing out on some oh, things. Oh well, no, I don't want to. You know, I think that it's just a feeling. It's just like this feeling of exhilaration almost that people get. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make sure I find like one of the basic the video that really got me way on in way early on, and it's a very basic, simple, simple video. And just see what you think about that. I don't think it's going to gross you out. I don't okay. think it will. Okay. But that's I trust you. For you to see what you think about it. I'll try to make sure I, I, I send that to you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Seriously, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time oh, to you're talk so with us welcome. today. Thank you for being Popaholic. And I, <laughs> I enjoy, I, I look forward to you guys wearing my socks. At least if you can't pop anything. Becca, maybe you'll be able to pop Tanya's head with your socks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that for a photo. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so well, much. Have a great day, guys. You, you too. too. Bye. Bye. My favorite part about that was that she was talking about like um, all the, the, the how when things fly at her and it feels like acid and it's kind of like poop flying at you and I just see Tanya reach over to her trail mics like, oh, I'm getting hungry. I know. <laughs> like, wasn't even phased by it. Like, I was, I'm about to vomit. I know. <laughs> like, just like... Easton and I are both like, our eyes are rolling back. I'm like woozy. I'm about to fall into my chair. <laughs> how are you, like, we're in the OR. You guys need to buck up. There's something, <laughs> I don't know, something about like someone cutting someone open and ha- doing surgery versus that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound as bad as like what. It's the... I tried one time removing somebody's cyst. Like... Okay. I'm literally, I'm, I might actually start gagging. I really don't want to. Um, that was a lot. I do feel hope for myself. Maybe I'll get into it because people who are into it are really into it. Yeah. It's kind of like I used to watch um, videos of cutting soap. That's also like a big fad on the internet. Yeah, but that's fine. That's not watching but it's also some weird. Yeah. It's like a bodily function. Yeah. It's not a bot. Like I'm just watching somebody cut soap. Yeah. There's like those oddly sad. I mean, there's uh-huh. a lot of things like that, but something about the human body makes you. You know, I'm a little sensitive to it. That's it. Maybe I got to build it up. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just made me want to, I wanted to like shower, brush my teeth, mm-hmm. just get clean. Speaking of brushing your teeth. Tell me about it. Stud. Let's talk about Quip. <laughs> Let's talk about Quip. Most of us are brushing our teeth wrong because we're not doing it for long enough. We forget to change our brush heads all the time. And that's because most brands focus on selling like the flashy gimmicks rather than just brushing. But... Not with Quip. Yeah, so it's an electric toothbrush. It's a fraction of the cost of the bulkier brushes, and it has just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth, make your mouth feel like... You know when you brush your teeth after a long day and you're like, oh, my mouth just feels so clean. Now I'm ready for bed. Yeah, except I brush my teeth like eight I know times you, a day. Yeah, but it feels good each time yeah, to have a clean mouth. Satisfying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Quip has a built-in timer that helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes with guiding pulses that remind you when to switch sides, which is really nice because if I'm just brushing my teeth with a regular toothbrush, I'm not doing it for two minutes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you think you're doing it like they say, like you sing happy birthday twice, but it's like, who's really doing that? And how slow do you sing it? Or how fast do you sing mm-hmm. it? We need help. Exactly. Oh, and uh, you guys... You know how much obsessed I am with Oprah? Quip was on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. It's a big deal. (laughs) They don't just accept anything either. They have a very rigorous Mm -hmm. process. Oprah's O-List is, like, pretty major. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the um, Tesla of toothbrushes. Oh. That's what people are calling it. Um, 
And they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists that, and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers who use Quip every day. I've had people message me and tell me that they got it and love it. That's great. Well, Quip <laughs> starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Becca right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Yeah, that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash Becca, spelled G-E-T. Q-U-I-P dot com slash Becca. Okay. It's like we were born to do that. You know, after... Born to do it. All right. Um, email? Email. I feel like we might want to get Ben back on for some of these emails. <laughs> ben, Ben, Ben. At first, I was thinking that people were going to think it was Ben Higgins. I was like, we got to... Oh, Yeah. A lot of cute Bens in the world, you a know? A lot of cute Bens in the world. Yeah. Ben is a really cute name. Do you think I'm going to marry a Ben? I can see with a Ben. I'm going to do with a Ben, too. B and T. Vanya. <laughs> cute. Um, wait, I wanted to talk about this. Did you see the article about Sarah Drew? She yeah, kind of opened I didn't up. read it, though. I read, like, a part of it, but there was this quote in it, and it, she said, it was in the afternoon, and I went back to my trailer, and I did my crying and called my people. A whole bunch of people came into my trailer to give me hugs and cry with me and tell me they were so sad I was leaving. I'm a, be- I'm a believer in things happening in things happening for a reason, finding beauty in the midst of grief. So it sounded like... I kind of read, basically, that there just wasn't enough room. Like, Yeah, I guess they were saying there was too many characters... I still like feel like she should not have been the one cut. I know. I don't understand. Yeah. But they were saying that there was too many like major characters that they weren't like giving them the storylines that they wanted because there was too many. So they had to like cut some. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they were not the some... two to cut though. No, 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 no. I'm still not over it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I got all fired up reading it again. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's do some. Speaking of pop culture. What? That Ariana Grande album is. I love. Is it Imogen Heap or Imogen? I think it's Imogen. Yeah, Imogen. Imogen. The good night and go. Say good night and go. It's literally the fact that she redid it. I listen bananas on repeat. I think we'll both. Did you have it on your story last night? Yeah, it'll be on for like next two weeks. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. Like beyond. Um. Okay. Let's There's do like some a lot of these of emails. Yeah, that I enjoy. Great. Like. Oh, also, Easton. Yes. I read the Ask a Guy email, and I was, like, breathless, and halfway through, I'm like, why am I doing this? I need Easton to oh. do this, so I'm not reading that anymore. Breathless. Yeah, I, I like, don't, honestly, no, I don't, I don't do well reading long, if I have to read something for a long period of time, my voice gets, like, shaky, and I, like, lose breath. That's why I've never done well speaking in front of people. I thought you did a really good job, though. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I was just, like, about to die because I couldn't breathe. But I'm glad I sounded okay. You sounded pretty good. <laughs> Great. Um, should we start? Where do you want to start, Tanya? Which ones do you like? I mean, so many. For, like Dempsey fact is kind of fun. Okay. Let's start. Let's just read them. I think we can let's, get through. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Uh, this is from Megan. I just found out a fun fact about Patrick Dempsey. I'm probably super late, but I had to share it with y'all. He's been married before his current marriage. And when he got married, he was 21 and she was 47. I thought I'd share with y'all because age gap is always a topic. So I wondered what you had to say about that one. As always, love the podcast and especially Easton. Sincerely, Megan. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. That little Something thrown in there. there. Um, 
I love this. That was a fun fact. I didn't know that. that about yeah, Patrick that's Dempsey. crazy. Either. Wasn't it like his public? It was something like he his was twenty one and she something? was forty seven. That's she was major. Yeah, see if you can find who she was. I want to say she was a manager or publicist or something. I think I'm a big person. I'm a. I'm. A, I feel like I've said this a lot. Where age doesn't matter to me as long as you're attracted to the person. So I've dated way older than me, but I find them physically attractive. So I think like to me when it starts looking. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that has something to do with it, but I also think that a lot of, and we've talked about this, I think on the show that there's so many, like you've had different life experiences, you she know, was his mother's like best friend. Oh, she's a- no, she's no longer with us. Oh, um, she was his manager for a short period of time. Okay. Yeah. I thought I read something. Yeah. Uh, they're married for seven years. And uh, wow, that's a long time. Seven years. That's yeah. like, that is a long time. Uh, when interviewed by Barbara Walters about the marriage, he said, I think I needed a mother. Oh, I don't know how to feel about that, but that's intense. Tanya, say something. I hate when you get quiet and then I'm left Girl, with that like makes a me response. like feel sad for him that he needed a mother. Yeah. What ha- was his what? Does it say maybe he didn't have a, maybe he probably didn't have a good relationship with her. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that. But it's interesting because I feel like a lot of women um they'll say like oh she has daddy issues and that's why like they have these like messed up they like go for whatever. Speaking of, I didn't mention this. I got in the elevator last week. I get in this elevator, and this attractive older man uh-huh. says, "Um, you're you're very beautiful," and I was like, "Thank you." And then he says, "Do you have sugar daddy?" All beautiful girls have sugar daddies. And I go, huh? No, I don't. <laughs> and he's like, why not? I was like, I I like didn't know what to say. I was like, I don't I know. Right and I don't know, yeah, I don't I don't know, know anyone. One. And he goes, would you like me to be your sugar daddy? And I literally looked at him and I'll go, had this man just said, you're so beautiful. I'd love to take you to dinner. I probably would have gone. He was a very attractive man. Like, it wasn't, I totally would have gone. The fact that he approached it the way he did saying, do you, would you like me to be your sugar daddy? I was like, no, who? That is wild. It's wild, right? <laughs> it's so bold. It's, like, like it's, that is a just. But it clearly works. That's why he does it. You know what I mean? Like it's clearly worked before. That's like Mr. Wilshire. Totally. But I was like so bummed because I'm like, this man would have said, <laughs> I'm so you... bummed that well, all bummed. he wanted to be was my sugar daddy. Well, I don't want a sugar daddy. <laughs> well, you know, Tanya. Some people might. Don't judge them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's like a, it's a totally normal, consensual type of relationship that people are in. But yeah. to me, like hearing that right off the bat is kind of him saying, can I pay you to have sex with me? Totally. Yeah. Like, that's what, yeah that's... I know there's a lot of intricacies and things, subtleties that go along with that type of relationship, mm-hmm. but. Uh, that's just a weird thing to approach someone about in person on an elevator. You would yeah, think that, that he would try to be a little more charming about it, you know, a yeah. little more subtle. Mm-hmm. But maybe, like you said, it works for him and he just goes straight to the point. It was crazy. I've never experienced anything like it. So I always wanted to share. I don't wonder if he has like... a yacht. <laughs> Probably. Wait, I, I've never I known a, anyone. I want to do a b- big birthday celebration. <laughs> Yeah, could you be a temporary sugar <laughs> yeah. baby? Yeah. <laughs> sugar lady? Sugar doll? Uh, I've never known anyone that's had that, but like, w- I mean, how often does he say, do you have a sugar dad? And they go, I- actually, yes. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I, I already have, have one. one. <laughs> yeah. Spoken Honestly, for. though, I feel like it, it out here probably We happens. did this topic on the morning show, like kind of fairly recently, and we got 
so many people calling in saying that like they have that this type of relationship and how like, yeah. it works. I mean, I have I was I've had away. friends who like have like had it for a little bit of like having this thing with like what friends when I was in San Diego. Oh, yeah, I was like my past life. Oh, don't you worry about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I was pre bachelor, <laughs> sugar daddy. Well, you had one. You had no. One? Oh. I'm kidding. I used to live in these uh, kind of bad apartments in Burbank, and there was this uh, young lady who lived in the apartment next to mine, and she she was attractive, and she drove a really, really nice BMW, but the apartment building was not nice. Mm-hmm. And I came up with, I never talked to her, but I had this backstory that she had a mid-level sugar daddy, where he could like buy her the nice car, but he couldn't put her up in a nice yeah. place yet. <laughs> it's one or the other. Yeah, and I mean, who knows what was actually going on, but that's the <laughs> fantasy I made up for Jeez, for wow. I love that you did that for her. That was so nice. Yeah, yeah. Her backstory. A uh, mid-level sugar daddy. <laughs> Not what you want. <laughs> you know, everyone's got to start somewhere, you know? Yeah. Uh, anyway, Patrick Dempsey, crazy first marriage. And yeah. uh, now he's married to his makeup artist. Yeah. Or a makeup artist, not his, sorry. Yeah. She, I think she does his, I think she, she does, she's a celebrity makeup artist and I think helps him when needed, but yeah. Yeah. They actually separated for a little bit and then. I know, I tried to swoop in there when they were separated. Off. Did you send him a DM? No, I should have though. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That'd actually be a great story, which you had. Uh, I was talking to Brad about the guy that I rekindled with, you know, or not rekindled, but the one I reached out to um, from college. And so Brad's like, so where did you leave it? And I said, well, I want him to ask me out. And he was like, sit up there and you preach that you're a modern woman. Why don't you just ask him out? And I was like, I walked him up to the door. I literally walked him up to the doorstep. I just need him to ring it. Ring the doorbell. Yeah. Can't make him ring. You can walk him to the door. You, it is funny though. You are so like go back and forth between being a modern woman and being a traditional. I think you're still being a modern woman. Yeah, like, like, going I 90 totally... expecting him to go 10 is still being a modern Thank woman. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not going 100. Well, what did you say? What, did, what? How did you walk him up to the door? I was like, are you single? Ask all these questions. Like, what are you asking? Do you like out, asking out girls named Tanya? <laughs> Do you like taking girls named Tanya to dinner? Is that a, that actually like, is not a bad idea. That is not a bad idea at all. I the might read that. Yes. When we Whoa. get in the car, I'll I'll have you read the exchange and let, let okay, know. okay, um, okay. Let's read hot Uber driver. All right, this is from anonymous. Love these. Mm-hmm. So five O's. I went to L.A. <laughs> last month by myself for a job interview. Didn't get it sadly, and I used Uber to go everywhere when I was out there. One of my drivers was really attractive, and being in L.A., we sat in traffic for 30 minutes. Oh, that's not bad. And struck up a good conversation about life, where he was from, what brought him out here, and why I was here. He wished me luck when I was getting out of the car and said, hopefully you get the job, and when you come out here, we will run into each other again. I went on my way. I never asked for his number, but I found his Instagram and Twitter because he told me he did acting, and obviously I had his name, so he wasn't hard to find. Good sleuthing. (laughs) I followed him on Instagram, and when he... Did, and he did that question thing, and someone asked what his love like love life was like, and he said non-existent. He has a good following, over 50K. Uh, do I send him a DM on Insta and be like, hey, you were my Uber driver last month, or ask him a random question on his story? Do I just leave it all alone because I literally live all the way across the country and it's been a month since I was there? Thank you for the podcast every week. Y'all are amazing. Keep up the good work. This is cute. Yeah, it is cute. I love it. What do you think? I mean, why don't I'm kind of like you live across the country. What do you have to lose? DMing him, reaching out. Honestly, mm-hmm. like either he doesn't respond, which whatever. It's like he tried. That's like the best way to think about things. I think it's like, what do you literally have to lose? They don't respond, and then you're just back in your same situation. Not a 
I mean, you inch taller. I <laughs> shorter, uh. shorter, shorter. <laughs> um, I think that there is this sense of we set ourselves up and get hopeful, and then if it doesn't go the way that we hope, there's a feeling of rejection, and I think that's the one thing that you have to be careful take of. into consideration. But in this situation, it's like, why not? It's not like you might run into him, like. Totally. Just yeah, at least you, you could have a, them. yeah, you don't work Soft with friend. them. You could have a good conversation and, you know, chat and see what, what happens. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I mean, I think there's new, oh, I just licked the microphone. Um, <laughs> gross. You have nothing to lose and you should just be, stay open to the possibility, but not attached to the outcome. So you don't get your feelings. That hurt. was very sound advice for that email. Well Thank done, you. Tanya. Thank you. Sometimes you, you really you're like, you know, you at like, uh, what is it called when you have a basketball term? You alleyed me up and I looped you. Oh in no, no, it's um, alley-oop. it's called alley-oop. an alley oop. You set me up and I alley ooped it in. Sure, I yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it, it works. I think. We got to work on your basketball lingo if you're going to be dating basketball players. Yeah, <laughs> Pau Gasol game. will not put up with yeah, that sloppy Pau Gasol alley-oop. will not be ready <laughs> for that analogy. He won't like. You know it. what he would like though? Oh, I know what he would like. Home cooked meal. A home cooked meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we love HelloFresh. Yes. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, they plan, and they deliver step by step recipes and pre measured ingredients so that you just cook, eat, and enjoy. I cooked you a HelloFresh meal and you ate all of it 90% of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you ate 100%. It was gone off your plate. I didn't eat the potatoes, all of them. I'm pretty sure your plate was empty. I'm pretty sure I didn't eat all the potatoes. We'll agree to, to disagree. disagree. Um, there's something for everyone with HelloFresh's selection. So each week there's a 20-minute meal on the classic menu for when you really don't have time for more than that. Mm. And I really think it's fun. Like, I've never been a cook, but it was fun to like be moving around in the kitchen and getting things done. Mm-hmm. It's a rush. It is, but it's also, I think it's really convenient for people that want home cooked meals but they don't have the energy and the time to like do all the work you know what I mean like people that have families and have to cook for a lot of people I think it's really nice to have everything kind of portioned out for you yeah and kind of I mean it takes a little bit of the mind work out of it yeah and it's delivered to you like you don't have to go to the store and search the aisles for your ingredients it's all like done for you yeah and that's kind of HelloFresh believes that cooking should be simple and convenient so that's they don't want it to be a chore. And that's mm-hmm. sometimes what it feels like. It's delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging, which I love that it's recyclable. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> and there are many benefits to subscribing. So you can keep enjoying HelloFresh week after week without having to think about what your meals are going to be because they're already coming to you. Exactly. So for a total of $60 off, that's 20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash Becca T60 and enter Becca T60. It's like receiving six meals for free. Yeah. So it's HelloFresh.com slash Becca T60. And enter code Becca T60 at checkout. Um, do we try to do a promo code? Uh, okay. HelloFresh.com slash Becca T60. It's pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Oh, there was something I keep 
every time I keep thinking about something and then it leaves me. Oh, well, I would like to go through just a couple of the naming the segments ideas that they gave. Oh, yeah. Okay, because did people know that that was a thing when we did the the sound effect earlier, the paging Dr. Dr. Tilly and Dr. Rad? Did we talk about that? We talked about wanting to name the stuff last week. Okay, so this this is where it came from. So. Yes. Um, so this listener, Casey said that they loved the idea of naming the segments. And so they, uh, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, um, Casey can go either way, but I like some of these ideas. So can we get a consult for when you have guests give advice, either professional or personal? So like, that's really good. So like we can have a little sounder before we do like ask a guy or something and like have it say like, (sighs) can we get a consult? (laughs) Wow. That was so good. Was it? Yes. Might just use that. Yeah. (laughs) Use that clip. Pre-op is for the emails. Post-op is follow-up on any, like, of the advice that we've given, which I think is a good idea. Oh, yeah. Time for rounds. I like that you guys came up with this, so that's what we just did. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's that's all we got so far. But that's pretty good. I think it's fun, yeah. I mean, I'm really impressed with your, like, intercom. (laughs) Yeah. Sound you can throw some like medical sounds in there. Yeah, ambulance maybe in the background. My friend Noah was talking about the music summit, and he, he was talking about the podcast. His wife listens or something. Somebody listens, and he's like, "I don't listen." And I was like, "Well, why don't you listen?" He's like, "I don't watch Grey's Anatomy," and I'm like, "We talk about Grey's Anatomy like ten percent of I the know. show." I know. And he was like, "Well, you need to let people know that." That's so a good this point. Is me letting people know it's not just about Grey's Anatomy. Well, the people listening know this. Oh. <laughs> we gotta get the word not out otherwise. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like I thought it was just. He's like, I thought if I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy, I wouldn't be able to like relate. We rewrote the description of the podcast uh, to be more about what it's actually about, and not just a Grey's yeah. Anatomy recap. Yeah. Because we don't want people confused like that. So read yeah. that description again, Noah's friend or Noah. Yeah, Noah Shear. <laughs> Noah Shear. <laughs> yeah. What's his address? <laughs> where'd you live um tanya i'm gonna miss you this weekend okay on the way here i asked tanya i was like oh when do you what i asked when do you leave or when yeah, how long are you going back she was like told me whenever she comes back she's like you're just asking because you're curious not because you're gonna miss me right and i'm like i i was just asking i didn't have like a just I was curious because when Becca goes out of town, I put it in my calendar because I need I like to know because I miss her when she's gone. So I like to know when she's going to be back. Like Becca gone. It literally Becca says Becca back. gone. Becca leave. Becca back. Yeah, but I'm going to miss you. Are you going to put that in your calendar? Mm-hmm. The fr- I barely put anything in my calendar, but I will put that in my calendar. I know though I can just remember, and I know that I can talk to you while you're still gone. Mm. You act like we see each other every day. <laughs> we do, for the most part. At least FaceTime. What? You FaceTime every day? She she would try. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's a little one-sided. I try. I've been better for sure, but, you know. Yeah. Um, what else did we have to cover? We were, oh, we were going to talk about Dean's Instagram. Oh, shoot. I, we can week? briefly talk about it. I feel like uh, Dean posted a photo with um, one of his guy, like one of his best friends, at a festival or something, and they're like sitting there, you know, just casual, sitting on the grass. And um, I don't know what sparked. I don't know if it's because they're like his friend's leg was like touching his leg or something, but all the comments were like, "Oh, like um, does Dean like boys now?" or blah blah blah, and it it. Dean and I had a conversation about it being 
that being the reason why people have such a hard time being open like he's not even he's not even gay or he's interested in girls he's not bisexual he's not gay and he still was like god i see where this would be like such a struggle for people to feel comfortable doing this because there's so much like scrutiny Mm -hmm. and like criticism and all he did was post a photo with his friend Mm -hmm. well i think that there's this um as far as we've come in terms of like uh, progression and mm -hmm. acceptance and um, I think we've come such a long way, but I think that there's still a long road ahead. And yeah. I think it makes people very uncomfortable. And it it's super unfortunate because I think it makes people feel like they can't they can't be themselves. And I think that creates such a um a battle internally for people that they shouldn't have to deal with. You mm-hmm. know, everybody should feel comfortable and and um comfortable enough to just be who they are and not have to worry about what anybody else thinks i think that it made me realize aside from that specific topic whatever but the comments that you post Uh as innocent as it is if you tag your friend and say something and you think this person's never going to see my comment people see your comments Mm -hmm. so like when you're this is just to everyone in general like myself included if you're commenting on someone's photo Make sure that it's like they're going to see it. There's a chance that they'll see it no matter how big of a celebrity you might think they are. And it can affect people. Mm -hmm. So like be very careful with your words and how you're talking to people and about people and how you're handling situations, whether you agree, whether you disagree. Like, I think it's just like be aware of being kind. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I just was like fired up about it last week because we were he and I were talking about it and it was like. This is so crazy that, yeah, he like he posted a photo with his friend and that was the reaction. But imagine if Dean were gay. That's what I'm saying. He would feel like, oh my gosh, this is horrible and I can't, I, you know, I don't feel safe or comfortable at all. Mm -hmm. So basically just be aware of what you're saying to people, how you're talking, what you're commenting. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, it's been said a million times, like the internet's kind of like, you know, when you're in the car and someone uh and you cut someone off and they just start flipping out inside their car and yeah, like, yeah. you know they they're, they'd say things that they wouldn't normally see to your face because they're not in front of you right, they're right, in the right. car mm-hmm. uh internet's like that everywhere because so you true. say whatever you want yeah. and you don't expect the other person to even hear it yeah. most of the time but no that people read it and it affects them yeah i know and it's so. really sad because it's like you want to try so hard i mean like i like thank god i get really nice comments like i'd say the majority of the time i get really a lot of like love on social media but i'll like never forget there was one time someone said something like about my weight it was like maybe you want to do some squats or like something about like just mm-hmm. me going to the gym and it's like i'll never forget that i like literally know the person's handle because it like affected me that much. And I'm like, that's so sad yeah. that, and I try really hard to practice the, the like um, not taking things to heart in mm-hmm. terms of people, people's comments and things right, like right. that. It's hard. It's super hard. Yeah. Even when you're like mindful of it, like I really try to be mindful yeah. of it. Even when they're positive, it's like, you don't want it to like send you in a, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it hard. is weird how you, how we focus on those things, but they're, that's why I read a quote the other day and it was like from Joel Osteen and he said it's like anger is something that God like built into us like that's an emotion that God built into us but how we handle it and words we say like we can't let our anger mm-hmm. allow us to say things that can ruin relationships or you know affect people because we're you can't take it back it's like totally. toothpaste once it's out you can't get it back in mm-hmm. and people will always forget 
what is it? People will forget, may forget what you say, but they'll never forget how it made them feel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Truth. Anyways, um, I wanted to say thank you to our sponsors. Thank you um, to ADT for protecting our listeners and Tanya's future home. Mm-hmm. Visit ADT.com slash smart to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. Thank you to Bull and Branch. Get a risk-free trial and $50 off your first set of sheets when you use promo code Becca. Becca. Thank you to Quip. Starting at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Becca, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Mm -hmm. And thank you to HelloFresh for $60 off. That's $20 off your first three boxes. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Becca T60 and enter code Becca T60. And thank you, Sandra Lee, Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah. That was incredibly um, informative. Mm And thank you to our, what was our first ask? Brennan. Uh, Brennan. Brennan. Thank you, Hot Brennan from our Facebook group. <laughs> and thank you, Hot Ben Patton. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, and, two hot B-boys. Yeah. Coming on yeah. The show. For Ask a Guy. Um, and thank you to everyone for listening. We love you guys so much. We love, you know, I know you had an emotional moment and got on Insta- or Facebook to, you know, say how much you appreciate everyone. Yeah, and, that's true. Um, I think there is a lot of there's a lot of days where sometimes the Facebook groups like the most positive thing that I experience, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm like, well, this is so encouraging and it it's really uplifting. And I hope that we keep it that way. Yeah. Agreed. It's very special. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, have a great time on tour. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you guys. I'm going to miss you. I know. You so we much. want a full report next next week. For sure. Yeah, we'll get it. Mm -hmm. Um, We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Tanya, you want to call time of death? Yeah. Time of death. 12.40 (laughs) p.m. Nope. No. No p.m. or a.m. I'm a modern woman and I do what I want. (laughs)